You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. If this is your first time listening in, I am your host, Isaac Watson. And as always, I want to show my appreciation to all of my followers, subscribers, um, those of you who week after week take time out of your day, out of your week to tune in, to listen, to learn, to engage uh, with these various topics that are covered uh, in this podcast. So thank you to all of you. I want to um, encourage you at this time to go ahead and share Church Talk with Isaac with someone that you know may benefit from this platform. Um, if you know, don't don't be selfish and uh, keeping all of this good content. If I must say so myself, <laughs> all of this good content to yourself, go ahead and let someone know. Maybe there was a particular topic that you heard and it really blessed you. It encouraged you. It gave you perspective. It allowed you to see from a different angle uh, a particular topic. And you know that it can help someone else. I encourage you. Um, send it to them, text it to them, email it to them, post it on your social media and allow them to see uh, and to hear. I also want to encourage you before we get started into this uh, today's topic, I want to encourage you to uh, write a review and to subscribe and rate Church Talk with Isaac. If you've listened to more than two episodes, um, I want you to take time to do that. It helps make this platform more visible. I encourage you just about almost every uh, episode to do that. And I thank those of you who have. Um, I want to be able to read some of your reviews. I want to know how Church Talk with Isaac has helped many of you. Um, and it's also good to allow others to see what to expect what to uh, so that they can read what to expect from this platform. So take a moment and do that, even if you have to pause it for a moment. And then we're going to get right into uh, today's topic. Um, you all know that we have been on a journey through the past several episodes, we've been dealing with the fivefold ministry and it began by us talking about apostles and what apostles are. And then I just thought that it'd be good if we went through um, all of the uh, gifts that are listed in Ephesians chapter four, verse 11, uh, and just giving a, a, a quick, a brief, uh, uh, an unexhaustive definition and explanation of each gift so we dealt with of course in Ephesians 4 11 it says and God has given some to be a, a apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors and teachers and he gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ so we've been going through that what an apostle is what a what a prophet is what an evangelist a pastor and a teacher i've covered four of them and the one that i'm going to cover today and the final one i believe that i'm going to cover today is the prophet we're going to talk about the prophet what a prophet is what makes someone a prophet um how do you know that you may be a prophet or not um and this is one i honestly saved it for last because i've done previous episodes on the prophetic before and i slightly covered um, topics and identifying prophets uh, and, and, and those who have prophetic grace. I've done episodes where I've talked about the differences between apostolic grace and prophetic grace or the apostolic uh, mandate or gift versus a prophetic mandate and gift. So I want to just hone in specifically 
on the prophet and what a prophet is. And hopefully you all are able to learn and you're able to grow from it. So first and foremost, let's go ahead and let's talk about what a prophet is. All right. Let's talk about what a prophet is. A prophet. Um, well, first, let me say this. Um, I've talked about the other gifts. I've talked about how the apostle is the uh, the official or the enculturator of the kingdom. We talked about how the pastor was the caregiver of the kingdom. The teacher was the educator uh, of the kingdom. The evangelist is the soul winner of the kingdom. The prophet is the spokesperson of the kingdom. A prophet is the official spokesperson of the kingdom of God. All right. So one of the responsibilities of prophets, it doesn't matter what kind of prophet you are, because we can we can go into all of that, the different types of prophets, the different graces that prophets may have. Um, but regardless of what you're called to do or the type of prophet that you may be, likewise with the other gifts, there are different types of apostles and evangelists and pastors, so forth and so on. But every prophet one of the thing that all of them are going to do is they are going to develop the eyes, the ears and the mouth of the local church. They are the ones who are given the responsibility to reveal um, what God is saying, what God is doing, uh, uh, how God is moving, so forth and so on. Uh, and not only are they called to speak those things. But prophets within particularly the local church, let's say this is a local church, they're also called to teach others how to do the same. Now, again, in the past, when dealing with these gifts, we always talk about how they are graces, how they are natures, how each gift has the responsibility to impart what they carry upon the people or within the people so that it's just not in the instance of the prophet is just not the prophet that is um, knowing how to prophesy or operate uh, in prophetic gifts, but the prophet actually teaches others how to do the same. So it's very important to understand because uh, uh, prophets did not um, come into existence when the church was born. Prophets actually existed before the church. And we know that by looking through the Old Testament. Uh, in the Old Testament, the prophets were the primary messengers of God, the primary messengers of Israel. In the New Testament, under the New Covenant, we see there come a partnership where we mostly hear of apostles being the ones who are spearheading um, the gospel, who are establishing New Covenant culture. But then we also see a partnership of apostles with prophets and working together. We see Team ministries um, begin to arise within the church throughout the New Testament, throughout the book of Acts. So you just not hear of one man like in the Old Testament. You may see a man by the name of Moses or a man by the name of Elijah, a woman by the name of Deborah, a woman by the name of Hoda, who may be prophets, but uh, who are operating alone in most cases. But you begin to see a man uh, by the name of Paul partnered with a man by the name of Barnabas and they are apostles working together. They were teachers and they were prophets working together. You may see Paul and a man by the name of Silas working together, an apostle and a prophet. And you begin to see these types of teams arise to where it's not only one person that's spearheading the gospel or a message, but you begin to see divine partnership. But in the old, mostly prophets operated um, 
in isolation in many cases. They operated on their own in many cases. So one of the things that you see from the old to the new is you see that there is a um, there's a nature change. There is a responsibility change. Something shifts. Something changes. In the old, under the old covenant, what we saw with the prophets mostly is that everyone, if they needed to hear from God, everyone ran to the prophet to hear from God. So people would, uh, they would bring gifts to the prophet. They would honor the prophet. They many times did not understand what it looked like to hear God for themselves. So they depended solely on the prophets in order to hear and to know what God was saying and what God was doing. In the new covenant, however, prophets, uh, the people don't run solely to the prophet because what the prophet is going to do is the prophet is going to say, look, I know you want to know what God is doing. I know you want to know what God is saying. I know you want to know how God is moving, how God feels, but this is what I'm going to do. Instead of you coming to me to know what God is saying and doing, I'm going to teach you how to hear God for yourself. I'm going to teach you how to discern what God is saying, what God is feeling, how God is feeling, what he's doing, what he's saying. I'm going to teach you how to hear him for yourself. So new covenant prophets, hear me, they not only proclaim what God is saying, but they're also able to teach. They're able to train. They're able to disciple believers in the prophetic. They're able to give direction and instruction to believers so that they understand what God is doing. And only that, but prophets also give direction to the local church and to the global church at large. So prophets actually play a huge role in developing spiritual sensitivity um, within the church. They release their nature. The prophet's spirit within itself is a very sensitive spirit. Prophets are very sensitive to the things of God. They're very sensitive to spiritual activity, to spiritual things. So because of that, prophets are able to, um, to develop spiritual sensitivity uh, and, and, and develop the climate, the spiritual climate of the church. Which is why if you believe yourself to be a prophet, you should get involved in certain initiatives within your local church. Prophets should get involved. If you believe to be a prophet or someone who is prophetic, you should get involved in the spiritual initiatives. You should be involved in the in the prayer life of your church. You should be involved in the worship life of your church. You should be involved in, in the deliverance, the healing, the prophetic components of the local church. These things are very essential in order for you to grow and to become um, a more mature in your prophetic grace, in your prophetic ability. Now, Again, prophets not only just speak what God is saying, but prophets release grace to hear from God for yourself. Now, this is the thing. It's just not teaching you how to hear God within the church. It's teaching you how to hear God in your life, which also involves outside of the church. Isaac, what are you saying? If you are to be prophetic, one of the things that we have to do is we have to take the religious um, idea the religious ideology off of the church, the religious restrictions off of the prophetic and say that this only works in church. I can only prophesy in church. I can only hear God in worship environments. No, one of the things that prophets will teach you to do is how to live a prophetic lifestyle, meaning this while you're at work, you're still prophetic. When you're at home, you're still prophetic. Come on, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, because the prophetic is not just speaking in tongues and releasing and releasing a prophetic word being 
prophetic literally means that you've learned how to not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You've learned how to live a life in sensitivity to the heart, the mind and the will of God It's very important. And prophets are the uh, 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 prophets are the gifts that that teaches you um, and imparts into you and releases grace so that you can walk in that type of life. So you can live that type of lifestyle. All right. If you hear God, the reason why that's important is because by hearing God in everyday life, you will also have the answers to the questions that other people are asking on your job, in your occupation, in your family, wherever you are, maybe even to strangers sometimes. All right. You're going to have the answers others are looking for. You're, you're going to be the one that others come to because you've heard from God and you know what he desires to get accomplished. That's not just something that's reserved for prophets. Prophets actually disciple you to become solutions because you've learned how to hear God for yourself, just not for the church, but educating through the wisdom of God, how to interact in everyday life. Now, I want to go through this and then I'm going to conclude. I'm going to give you five um, things that prophets, five points that prophets are able to do, um, because one of the biggest misconceptions is that if I prophesy, I must be a prophet. And that's not the case. Everything that I've said so far really displays and demonstrates that God desires for all of us to prophesy. Every believer is called to prophesy. So prophecy cannot be the litmus test as to determining whether or not you are a prophet. There are other things that prophets do. All right. Number one, prophets help define what God is saying and doing for the people that they're called to serve. So through the prophet's influence in someone's life, they're able to help define what God is doing in that person's life. Number two, prophets are also called to be advisors and counselors. They're called to give advice. They're called to counsel. Number three, prophets activate others into the prophetic. This is what I've been talking about. All right. So one of the one of the primary responsibilities of prophets is to impart and to activate into the prophetic. All right. This includes activating in dreams and visions in dream interpretation and in prophecy and words of knowledge, words of wisdom and discerning of spirits and in, in intercession and in prayer and uh, in, in, in many components. Prophets are called to impart and to activate prophetic grace. All right. Number four. Prophets help assist in navigating the direction of the local church and church vision. So churches uh, should have prophets within their church who can help give them direction and understanding what God is looking to do in a particular vision or even even sometimes how God is looking to accomplish something through a vision for for a local church. They are the ones who help give direction. All right. Number five, prophets are intercessors. They're intercessors. So what this says is that prophets just don't speak what God is saying and doing. They also partner with God through prayer and intercession in order to birth the word of the Lord into existence. They are intercessors. Um, let me give you one more just because I want to. Number six, prophets are builders. They're also builders. In Ezra chapter five, um, it talks about how the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, they began to prophesy uh, to, to Zerubbabel 
And as a result, the Jews began to restore or to rebuild the house of God. But then it says this, as they began to rebuild uh, Haggai and Zechariah, they began to help them build. So in other words, what this reveals is that for new covenant prophets, their hands are just as important as their mouth. Let me say that again, Lord Jesus. Their hands are just as important as their mouth. It's not enough for prophets to simply speak. Prophets must must also put their hands to the plow and help to build, to help to disciple, to help restore, to help uh, work the work along with those who they are working with. They are partners who are called to build as well. Now, this isn't exhaustive. Uh, this, 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 uh, this today's teaching is not exhaustive. What I, what I want you to do, I have a book that just came out called misplaced, discover your purpose in the prophetic plan of God. And it actually gives you a little bit more, a lot of more detail on the prophetic, how the prophetic, uh, operates, how prophets operate the difference between prophets and those who may simply be prophetic. Um, I want to encourage you to get it. You can get it from my website. IsaacWatsonMinistries.com. It's also available on Amazon. Get it. It may help you. It may give you more understanding. I'm sure it will. So listen, I hope that this blessed you. Um, I pray you all have a great week. Again, be sure to write a review and let others know how this platform blesses you. So until next time, I love you all. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.